Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Men's Health Monthly with Dr. Tom Walsh, Director of the University of Washington's Men's Health Center and Associate Professor of Urology at the UW. Featuring important topics dealing with men's health, including prostate cancer and erectile dysfunction. Here's your host, Neil Scott. We welcome you to the October edition of Men's Health Monthly, which deals with health issues that directly affect men and those who love them. My co-host is a surgeon, a professor at the University of Washington, and a fierce advocate for men's health. He's Dr. Tom Walsh, director of the UW Men's Health Center. And speaking of the UW Men's Health Center, we are broadcasting from the Men's Health Center this month on Men's Health Monthly. We decided to take the broadcast right to Dr. Walsh, our first in-person program since COVID closed down. Good to actually see you. Uh, how are things, Dr. Walsh? Neil, it's great to see you too. It's great to have you here. I want our listeners to know that we're still taking all the precautions that we need to. We are um, in the studio or our conference room that is cordoned off. We're six feet apart. We're vaccinated, we're masked when we need to be, and that's how we treat our patients as well. You know, it's um, still a lot of caution around here, even though we're seeing a downswing in the Delta variant, Um, but we're still uh, treating everybody's health um, with the utmost caution. Um, We we think it's really important because we want to make sure we can keep our doors open for all the critical screenings, all the surgeries, all the things that men really need to stay healthy and happy. So uh, it's good to good to see you, Neil, but it's good to stay cautious. And our special guest this month is Travis Harth. He is a member of the University of Washington's Men's Health Council, and he is a huge promoter of Movember. Now, since we are just a few days away from November, we thought it would be a great time to invite Travis back to talk about the month of November designated as Movember. You know, right now in this country, men's health is in crisis. More than 1.3 million men are diagnosed with prostate cancer each year. I know, I am one of them. Testicular cancer, that's the most common cancer in young men. And one man dies from suicide every minute of every day. And men in general, they die six years earlier than women. We need to change the face of men's health. Plain, but not so simple. Now, we've got to get men up off their let's say their best intentions, and we all need to take action. We're going to chat with Travis in just a few minutes to have him enlighten us about what you and I can do to change the face of men's health, including literally changing our face. But first, as we do every month, we dip into the anonymous inbox, a chance for listeners to send questions anonymously on any subject relating to men's health. First up, Jimmy from Lake City. My brother has prostate cancer, and I have been reading that taking Zantac can either cause or somehow contribute to prostate cancer. I used to take Zantac for heartburn, and I'm worried about it. I'm in my mid-30s. How concerned should I be? Well, uh, you know, Jimmy, let me 
let me answer your question in just one second, but let me just give some praise really quick to the anonymous inbox. Um, this has been an opportunity for us to field some really uh, important questions from a number of listeners around the region. And we've been recently directing some of our future programs to, to focus on answering those questions. In recent months, we had a dermatologist at the recommendation of one of our listeners. And that visit resulted in me actually going to see a dermatologist and get some recommendations about how I may avoid skin cancer as somebody who has a family history of melanoma and who had sunburn as a kid and what I should do. So um, I'm glad that you called in. I'm glad that you wrote in, rather. Um, and I want to share with you that I am unaware of any contemporary research that links the use of Zantac which is an over-the-counter anti-acid medicine, specifically to prostate cancer. So um, I want to be fair, open, and honest with you, Jimmy, that um, I, in my day-to-day -day work, I interact with a lot of prostate cancer survivors. But if I've missed something, then I, I don't want to derail you. But I'm unaware of any research. But this would be a good opportunity for you to take stock of some really specific risk factors for yourself. And those would be things like your age. Uh, do you have a first-degree relative, like a father or a brother with prostate cancer? And as such, you should check in with your primary care provider about being screened for prostate cancer. And those screening for prostate cancer, which is a totally asymptomatic cancer, is two parts. It's having a blood test called a PSA, prostate-specific antigen, and it's having a digital rectal exam, which is just a, a finger exam of the prostate to make sure that it is normal. So those are more important and will trump any exposure to Zantac. So keep those things in mind. Follow up with your primary care provider and have those things done. Tom from Bellingham writes, is there a difference between rectal cancer, colon cancer, and bowel cancer? And what exactly is irritable bowel syndrome? Ooh, boy, um, let me do the best I can to tease those things apart. Uh, first of all, your, your bowels refer, refer in general, it's a sort of a general term for your intestines of which there are different parts. There's the first part of the intestinal tract, your digestive tract, which is called the small intestines. Uh, they're small because their diameter is different and their function is slightly different. And those transition into your colon which is a, also known as the large intestine or the large bowel. And this is where we tend to absorb a lot of the fluid that we take in through our digestive tract. The very end of the colon is the rectum. So in, in actuality, the rectum is part of the colon. And so I think what you're referring to are just more and more specific areas. I think another part of your question is what is in inflammatory bowel disorders? And these are disorders that sound like just like their name. They lead to inflammation within the intestine that can be either in the small or the large intestine and lead to declines in your health. Uh, they, can, they can be life-threatening in some circumstances, but can also lead to a lot of distress or malnutrition. If you're concerned about this or you have a family history of these disorders, I recommend having an open and honest discussion with your primary care provider, for, for first of all, and often that will lead to a referral to a bowel specialist, which is called a gastroenterologist. 
And this brings to mind, Neil, that this is probably the second question we've had in the last couple of months about intestinal disease. Mm-hmm. And it's probably time we get a gastroenterologist on here with us to talk about them more specifically. Good idea. From Douglas in Seattle, I'm a middle-aged Latino man. Are there any health concerns that I should be aware of? I'm a little overweight, but otherwise feel pretty normal. You know, Douglas, most of the screenings and health concerns that you have are going to be age-related. And um, so the best way to – there's a couple of different resources I want to lead you to. One is called the American Urologic Association's Men's Health Checklist. And what I love about this checklist, and you could just use your whatever uh, internet search engine you have to identify this checklist, or you could come on by the Men's Health Center and pick up a a paper copy of it if you want. But it will break down which things you are at risk for based upon your age. Um, And it changes. You know, we know that once you get to age 45, you need to think about colon cancer screening. Once you reach age 55, you need to think about prostate cancer screening unless there are other attendant risks that you have. We learned from Dr. Vale a couple months ago, you need to be thinking all the time about skin cancer, melanoma, uh, basal cell carcinoma. And certainly you always need to be thinking front and center about your cardiovascular health. So that means that you need to be following the the American's Heart Association guidelines for exercise, which means you need to be hitting the gym or hitting the pavement five days a week for 20 to 30 minutes and keeping a healthy body mass index, which means that your height and weight are balanced. You need to be avoiding smoking um, and doing anything that puts you at higher risk and getting appropriate screenings from your primary care provider for things like diabetes, high blood pressure, and other things that put you at, at higher risk. And this kind of leads into our final question. From Jeffrey from Capitol Hill, are there any health screenings that I can do at home without having to pay to go to the doctor because I don't have insurance? Well, that's a tough question. I mean, I think uh, in truth that there probably are some things you could do at home. You could, you know, I, I would much rather see you in the office of a primary care provider uh, who could direct you and take a full health history, understand which things you are really at risk for based upon your exposures and your family history. But honestly, you know, I'd rather have you check a few things on your own than not do anything at all. So if you're worried about it, please check your blood pressure or go down to the local drugstore and put your arm in one of those cuffs and and have your blood pressure checked. Make sure you consider getting a flu shot this season. And certainly if you're not, Get a COVID vaccine. Those are critical health things that you should do. If you have a family history of diabetes, though, or any of the cancers that you've heard us mention, you really need to get in and get some screening blood tests based upon your age. So don't shy away. Don't forget that most of visits with primary care providers are about teaching you things and not doing things to you. Remember, you can send an anonymous email on any health issue to Men's Health Monthly at iHeartMedia.com. We will not retain or share your email address. This is 100% anonymous. And once again, the email address, Men's Health Monthly at iHeartMedia.com. I'm Neil Scott. My co-host is Dr. Tom Walsh, director here at the Men's Health Center at the University of Washington, where we're doing this month's edition of Men's Health Monthly. And our special guest this month, Travis Harth. He's an active advocate for men's health. He heads up the annual Movember campaign here in the Seattle area based on the national Movember movement, which you can find out more about at Movember.com. 
The focus on Movember is specifically prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. Travis, welcome back to Men's Health Monthly. How long have you been involved with Movember, and how long have you been an advocate for men's health in general? Hey, Neil. Thanks for having me back. It's uh, good to talk with you and Tom again. Um, yeah, great question. I've been involved with Movember. This will be my 10th year, so a decade. And uh, men's health, um, I really got into it kind of more targeted with my involvement with Movember. Prior to that, I would go and get a physical once a year and eye doctor. I wear glasses and contacts and get my teeth cleaned. And that was about it, kind of the bare minimum maintenance checks. So Movember really opened up my eyes to a lot of the other things that you did a great job touching on earlier, you know, the prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, especially suicide prevention with the really tough 20 months that we've all gone through globally, and then men's general health as well. Dr. Walsh? You know, Travis, I, you and I have been friends a long time, not quite 10 years, but it's, but it's at least half a decade, and I've never really met somebody as passionate about raising awareness, raising money for the cause of men's health. And um, except for maybe myself, and I want to ask you, what you know, what was the original inspiration for you? What was the story? Who was the person? What led you down this path? Yeah, the well, the original inspiration is actually kind of sad. A friend of mine told me that I could grow a mustache uh, for this organization that did men's health thing, and I was like, cool, I can grow a trucker stash and not get in trouble at work because I'm doing it for charity. So the first year was really just growing a trucker stash and, you know, having fun with it. And about three quarters of the way through the month was like, oh, I should probably learn more about what I'm doing this for and raise a little bit of money. That's the whole point of this. So we raised like $1,300 the first year and, you know, had some fun and, you know, got the office involved. And the next year I had some folks that hadn't participated the first year that joined. And, you know, unbeknownst to me, they had actually in that time been diagnosed, treated, and were now in survivor Um you know, a survivor of testicular or prostate cancer. And so I was like, oh, this is like pretty close. And, you know, there were some friends that I had that I've known for a while. And um, I was doing, as part of the fundraising, was doing silent auction and raffle events and would reach out for, you know, oper- you know things to, to be donated to that. And one of my friends I asked and it was like, oh, maybe I crossed the line. I shouldn't have asked. And I go, hey, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to. And because I shot an email out to her and hadn't heard back. And she finally got back to me and said, no, I'm actually just so floored that you're doing this. My father passed because of prostate cancer. And when he was initially diagnosed, um, the doctor said he wouldn't see my daughter and I, or my sister and I graduate from high school. Well, not only did he see us both graduate high school, he saw us both graduate from college. And it just, you know, I, I really had to collect myself. And so that was something very personal. I didn't, I've known this girl for years but never had an idea of you know, how her father passed or how it affected her family. And here now we're having this conversation very... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Deep conversation about how it affected her and her sister, and she was more than happy to support it. So you may not realize the people around you, what they're going through. 
Um, and, and this is one of those cases. This is something that has percolated a lot of stuff. I uh, actually did a COVID wedding. Um, one of the guys that I met in November years ago, uh, testicular cancer survivor, super cool dude, loves hockey, um, great guy. I was asked by him and his fiance if I would perform their ceremony. And it's somebody I met through Movember, somebody whose story I learned about through Movember. And now I consider a very good friend and had the privilege of being a very key part. I got to do the ceremony on a very intimate day and special day for the two of them. So wearing a mustache in Movember or November, which is Movember, is really a conversation starter. People would say gosh, Travis, why, why, why the mustache? And then you can start in and tell your story, correct? Yes. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, you kind of said changing your face. That's exactly what you're doing. So I have a full beard right now. You can't see it, but I do this every year. I grow a full beard and October 31st, I shave it clean. One, a lot of people are shocked, like, oh my God, where'd your beard go? And I said, oh, well, I shaved it for November. I've automatically started a talking point. A lot of people are like, oh, I'm not going to do it. I grow the worst mustaches. Those are actually the best mustaches because those are the ones that people are like, what are you doing? What is that on your face? Like, I can't comprehend. I can't look at you. Hey, well, thanks for asking. I'm doing it because of November. And it gives you an opportunity to start that conversation because men are pretty, pretty bad. And Tom, you can, you can back me up here. They're pretty bad about talking about their health and they're, you know, even worse taking care of it. And so that's why it's so important. Even for this month, I mean, November is, you know, really trying to focus on a year-round focus. But if we can get guys just to start with a month, we'll take that month and then we'll spread it to two months with, you know, June's Men Health and go from there. And if we can get them talking about it or focusing about it year-round, that's amazing. But, you know, baby steps because a lot of guys, you got to start somewhere. And uh, November is a great, easy place to start by growing a quick mustache and having some conversations. Is there a role for women in Movember? And please don't say grow a mustache. Absolutely. Um, Like I alluded to earlier, everyone has a male in their life. Um, Women are so important in encouraging um, their partners, their sons, their fathers, their uncles, their brothers, their boyfriends, whoever it might be in their life, to go to the doctor to if they're not feeling well, because a lot of times we're, we're confiding in the women in our lives. You know, you know, I don't feel good or work, I'm super stressed or I just, you know, I'd like to exercise, but I just can't get motivated. Women can take that and help. They're a huge proponent for our health. They're a huge support network and there are definitely ways that they can get involved. We actually have Mo Bros, which is the kind of common name for the guys, but there's Mo Sisters as well. And we, you know, the Movember Foundation really embraces the involvement of women in men's health. Um, they're critical to it. And we really can't do a lot of what we do in our lives without the women that are in it. So they absolutely have a vital role to play in men's health efforts. Dr. Walsh? Travis, tell us a little bit about some of the things that you've been successful changing in men's health, some of the things you raised money for, some of the causes, and maybe even teach us a couple one-liners to start the conversations. Yeah, there's there's all sorts of things that Movember focuses on. Um, you know, they're a global organization that were started in Australia in 2003, a couple of guys skateboarding and lamenting that, you know, where'd the mustache go? It's such a great thing. You know, Tom Selleck and Magnum P.I. was this icon. And <laughs> they went from raising $43,000 as a group the first year that they did it and gave it to the Australian Cancer Foundation to now as a global ent- entity, they've raised close to a billion dollars. They funded over 1,200 men's 
specific programs. They're connecting researchers across the globe that are, you know, used to be an isolated, you know, there might be a doctor in Norway that's studying something that somebody in Thailand is studying. They're connecting the globe, making it a smaller place for men's care. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of ways you can get involved. Um, the easiest one is uh, to sign up for Movember. Uh, it starts November 1st. You can learn more at movember.com. Uh, you can commit to moving. Um, you know, there was uh, 60 miles over the month, and that's 60 miles for the 60 men we lose each hour, every hour, every day to suicide across the world. Um, I've learned a lot of stuff. I've gotten engaged um, with the UW Men's Health Council, uh, as Neil in a, uh, mentioned on my intro. is I wasn't involved. I'm actually finding out now, and I've been a partner um, in those efforts to try to expand the great work that, you know, Dr. Walsh, you and your team do over at UW that sometimes people don't know about because you're in the clinic or you're in the exam room or the operating room. But there's research that's occurring. Um, what was fun is a couple of years ago, we had $52,000 we raised that helped Dr. John Gore uh, fund his symptom tracker. And that was a partnership between UW, uh, Movember, True North, and uh, my Movember team at the time. So, you know, in terms of one-liners, there's, you know, there's some quick things you can do a you know, a little three-second, you know, men's health is in a crisis. We need your help. Sign up to donate at Movember.com. Whatever you grow, we'll save a bro. Um, you know, if you've got 60 seconds, you know, men are dying too young. Uh, this November, your support will help us, help us make a change on a global scale as we take on mental health, suicide prevention, prostate cancer, testicular cancer. You know, that one in four, four out of five suicides are men. One out of nine men will be diagnosed with prostate cancer, and testicular cancer is the most common cancer in young men. Dr. Walsh? You know, uh, thanks for that, uh, Travis. And, uh, you know, the work that you do you've done and the, the partnership you've had with us has, has really been a big deal. I want to point out that even in the peak of the COVID pandemic, Travis uh, helped us to raise awareness and raise money to support the mental health of our frontline providers as they were um, really at the front lines of, you know, helping helping people uh, who were experiencing COVID or COVID-like symptoms. So the work that you've done has been impactful. What is next on your agenda? What's coming up this year? So this year being my 10th year, um, I've got some personal goals, personal um, milestones I'm trying to do um, through the amazing support of uh, the followers, the team members, uh, you know, the individuals that have supported my efforts. Um, this year, I'm hoping to raise north of $10,000, which would be a total of $250,000 raised for men's health efforts in my 10 years of doing this. Um, I was selected, along with nine others, to summit Kilimanjaro in March. So talking about moving, talking about getting in shape, I'm very much motivated now, and I'm telling everybody I'm doing this because it's now the embarrassment factor if I don't. So I'm going to be getting up and I'm going to be walking the walk and talking the talk of getting out and moving, um, taking a walk, uh, exercising, you know, losing some weight. I don't want to carry what I'm currently at up a mountain for 19,000 feet. So um, I'll be involved in that. There's some fun um, activities that we'll be doing around. There's a soup brewing over in Ballard, Washington does a Movem beer for me. Uh, there's a bunch of mustache flights uh, that I have uh, around some of the breweries in the region. Um, they'll be doing those where proceeds go to raise men's, uh, money for men's health throughout the month. Um, there's a lot of other folks. Uh, I am an ambassador for November in Seattle. Um, was uh, honored to 
get that distinction last year, and I'm carrying it through this year. So um, getting online with a lot of the teams, a lot of the individuals, so I'll be working to connect people there. If you sign up for Movember, join the uh, Seattle Challenge page. I do regular posts for opportunities there. Plus, I'll be getting the, the mailing list that I can uh, email folks about uh, activities. There's some great things. There's some great people that are involved. Um, I've met some really good friends through this. Um, you know, and then and then beyond that, I, I mentioned earlier that November, while it's a big focus in November, it is, you know, men's health concerns don't stop in one month. They're year-round. Um, so remaining committed and involved with the UW Men's Health Council and supporting um, the UW Men's Health Center is key to that effort, letting people know that there's great resources locally that they can take advantage of. Um, you know, there's a lot of stuff that I've learned and I'm continuing to learn. You know, one of the things I didn't know until I met, um, you know, the team over there, uh, between Dr. Wessels and yourself and Dr. Gore and, and the other doctors there is, you know, a lot of people think I was diagnosed, I'm a survivor and I'm off on my own. And I think it's great. What I've learned over the years is the whole life, um, you know, and post-op care that you all provide for your patients, where it's not just surgery's done, we'll see a good luck. It's planning like, hey, do we need to freeze um, sperm so that you can have a family down the road? Surgery's done. Here's the thing, the symptoms tracker that Dr. Gore had. It's like, okay, this is happening. No, that's normal. That's You can expect that. So making sure that men and women and their families feel supported both before and after diagnosis, procedure, and care is that it's looking at the whole life. And I didn't really know that existed. So I think that's cool, and I look forward to what I'm going to learn this year. We will continue our discussion with Travis Harth from the UW Men's Health Council, talking more about Movember right after this. Did you know that diabetes, heart disease, and prostate cancer procedures can contribute to erectile dysfunction? Many men aren't aware of this or of all the treatment options that a board-certified urologist can offer. Understand your options and learn where you can find an ED specialist in Seattle to help. Visit edcure.org to get the facts and find a urologist who can offer treatment options that work when pills and injections don't. Again, that's edcure.org. We are back on Men's Health Monthly. I'm Neil Scott. My co-host is the director of the UW Men's Health Center, Dr. Tom Walsh. And the Men's Health Center is where we are this month. And this month we're discussing Movember, which is the designated month of November as the spotlight is on men's health. And our guest is men's health advocate uh, Travis Harth. But Dr. Walsh, can you shed some light on testicular cancer? Travis mentioned it. I mentioned at the beginning of the radio show, testicular cancer is the most common cancer in young men. Define young men. And what should young men be on the lookout for? Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Neil. Um, I think it's important because this is a cancer that we don't often talk about. Uh, you don't hear about uh, very frequently because in the spectrum of cancers, it is less common despite being one of the more common cancers in young men. You know, in the year 2021, there were almost 10,000 new cases of testis cancer and almost 500 deaths from testis cancer. Um, but to, to bring that statistic home, about one in 250 men will develop testicular cancer. And it really has uh, an age distribution that could be in the young years or in the older years. But the average age of a man being diagnosed with testis cancer is about age 33. So you want to think young, young to middle-aged men. Now, about 6% of those cases could occur in children or teens. 
And the hallmark finding of testis cancer, which is really not painful, is just finding a painless lump on the testicle. So if you or a man or a boy you love shares with you something about they found that's a, an abnormality to them on the testicle, have it checked out. How, what's the best way to check it out? See a healthcare provider and have them examine you. And if your general doctor is uncertain, they'll refer you to me or somebody like me. Great. You know, Neil, one of the reasons that we care about detecting testicular cancer is that it is so easily treated. And the vast majority of men who are treated appropriately when their testis cancer is found can be treated into remission. So the risk of dying of testis cancer is only one in 5,000. Wow. And that's because technology exists to, to treat this cancer to make it gone. But you got to check it out. you got to check it out. One of the things that sort of uh, resonates with me is something Travis mentioned, which is the fact that testis cancer is associated with a decline in reproductive health. Because it's occurring in men of a reproductive age, it's really critical that men save their fertility by banking their sperm while they're in the midst of treatment or before it. Unfortunately, in the U.S., sometimes sperm banking isn't always covered by healthcare insurance. So one of the efforts we have and that we hope to maybe even partner with Movember on is raising funds so that even men who don't have the means to save their fertility, we might be able to help them. Travis, uh, th thank you so much for joining us uh, on this edition of Men's Health Monthly. And I, I guess if people want to find out more about what you're doing, what Seattle is doing, go to Movember.com forward slash Seattle Challenge page. Is that correct? I'd say Movember.com. You can search my name, Travis Hart, or just sign up and join the Seattle Challenge. Sign up and join the Seattle Challenge. Well, that wraps up the October edition of Men's Health Monthly from the Men's Health Center here at the University of Washington. Special thanks to this month's guest, Travis Harth, the driving force behind Movember in Seattle. And Movember just a few days away. Take care of your man business, your health business. Get that prostate checked. I'm Neil Scott, and on behalf of my co-host, Dr. Tom Walsh, thanking you for listening to Men's Health Monthly and wishing you good health and good sense in matters relating to men's health. Stay healthy, live in gratitude, and be kind to one another. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Men's Health Monthly with Dr. Tom Walsh, Associate Professor of Urology at the University of Washington and Director of the UW Men's Health Center, and your host, Neil Scott. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.